Evening, everyone. How's it going? Two minutes past nine o'clock on a Monday. Welcome to Talk Back uh, for 2022. Carl Rickard, hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good, mate. Very well. Pretty Very well, good. thank you. Fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, so pretty much uh, Sophia's got a whole lot of stuff that she's got. You know, she's got her business and stuff, and, and she's got the kids at night. So you're going to be her now. This is your life. Oh, basically, that's, yeah, okay. Okay. I don't know how long I'll, I'll last for. I can guarantee yeah. you the week, but anything after that, I'm not sure. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, basically, well, hey, you've been honest. You know, that's the main thing. I'm very, very hungover. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I just want to rush through this hour, get it done, and go to bed. But, Fair you know, enough. What did you do last night? Chapel Bar and Bistro. And it was all that, like, everyone was going, like, the red light, you know, the change of settings. So, some people were really freaking out. And they all just kind of had the piss. And so it was kind of full. So which is pretty right. good. Yeah. And Last Sunday sessions, I worked out, Cara, I've been doing it for 15 years. Can you believe that? Seriously. Amazing, eh? That's a long time. Yeah, it really is a long time. Um, right. What did you get up to last night? Well, how's Jay been today? Uh, last night I didn't get up to much. Today I've been busy working on um, some TV shows. Okay. That are in uh, pre-production at the moment, so I've basically been working all day. Also, my son's got two people over here for a sleepover. There's like a belated birthday sleepover, so I can hear them in the lounge oh, uh, jumping one. on their beds, but I'm just going to ignore them and pretend that they're actually asleep and it's fine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And you know what? After all these years, don't we look remarkably young still? I mean, do, have another. Do we? I mean, from the fact that you've lost all your hair. Yeah, well, I think I think I look better without hair, to be honest. Remember, I was struggling to put it into a style, um, struggling. Yeah, there, there comes a time when you have to make the decision, is yeah. this tiny little piece of hair on my head doing more harm than good? Yeah. And then pluck up the courage to just shave it off. Some people yeah. wear caps. I don't know how no. much of a cap guy you are. I know you tried that out for a while. Yeah, no. But what was the moment for you? What was the moment where you thought I'm okay, just being nervously mocked um, by people? Uh, like I've had got some kind of comb over and that type of thing. And mm. so, um, yeah, it, uh, I just thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it. So then I did it, but I was really embarrassed doing it. So I was like, uh, my first day I wanted to wear a cap. Yeah. Uh, but the feedback's been great, and I, I've been loving it ever since. My problem now is regrowth. But anyways. Mm. Oh, right. I guess it's kind of the equivalent to women getting grey hair. Like yeah, I've got yeah, quite yeah. a few grey hair, but we can just dye it. You're lucky. And pretend like we're not getting old. you got hair. Uh, so we've got a big show on uh, tonight. We're going to just talk some shit. And also uh, we've got Will from Sarchi. You booked somebody, our first guest of 2022. Yeah, well, you. I asked you who was on the show and you said no one. So yeah. I had to get somebody. You think good. This evening, yeah, I thought that we could talk to Will because obviously the restrictions and going to red light have made it incredibly difficult. If you're mm. a musician, if you're an artist, if you were planning on doing shows and gigs, you can't do that anymore. No. Um, and it'd be good to get his perspective on it. I think that he's just actually put up a petition to try and get the government to support artists and musicians and promoters and companies that aren't able to work. Because from my understanding, they don't have um, the wage subsidies anymore. Are they all gone? Apparently so. And if you do yeah. get it, you get a little bit of a um, you get a bit of a tickle about three hundred and twenty five bucks for up to six hundred bucks. So yeah, it's not right. much going on there. 
Yeah, um, it would have been good to try and work out exactly what it means for people putting on shows too. Do they um, – I know that the government did put out some sort of insurance after yeah, the last lockdown that means that, that they can get all of their money back. And if people decide to hold on to their tickets, then that's really helpful. But, I mean, how many times can a gig or a show be postponed before mm. people just go, oh, I, I can't do it in three years' time. Can I have my money back, please? Miss you guys. I'm George. Can you please do an afternoon radio show on the breeze or some similar station? Love oh, you. hello, Darren. How is that cute baby of yours? I'm still a bit upset you didn't call it George. Fair enough. Hey, uh, let's go and talk to our fact checker before we get to our guest. Uh, he's okay. uh, waiting in the episode. So, what do you think? I'm still, guys. <laughs> Benny Mac, how are you, mate? Oh, Mac. Absolutely hyped to be here. And I can tell you, it's exciting times. Thane, you're looking better than ever. And uh, Sophia, you're looking a little little different. But um, no, man, oh, man, this is exciting times. It's like a whole new show, a new name, a new co-host. Well, she's actually your old old co-host, but we've got her for a week. Um, it's almost like out with the old and in with the old. Absolutely, <laughs> I love it. And uh, hello, man. Tattoos, don't you know? Yeah, it's true. Tattoos. What are you oh, beautiful times, Cara. I'm Benny Mick. I'm the fact checker on the show. I'm here with a Parker pen. It's a nice damn pen. A4 paper. I'm going to basically write down everything you says. If anyone comes along and says it's misinformation, it's fake news. I'm going to back you up 100. I'm going to be out back here creating all kinds of propaganda, fabricating lies, myths, and legends. We're going to be running it through the AI. It's all happening. Okay, mate. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. So we'll bring Benny back a bit later on in the program. Okay. And also, I Is think we're going to actually like check facts, though. Like, could he check what the government are doing? For businesses and people that can't operate during red light, or is he just not? Is that not really what his job is? No, he kind of takes a piss, a couple of okay. things, a few one-liners, and that's pretty okay. much the thing. That's just a bit dumb, actually. Uh, we've got a special guest. Let's get to him now. Hello, well, how are you, mate? All right. Very, very well, Thane and Cara. How are you guys? Yeah. Really good. Last minute ring in for the show tonight. Thank you very Always much ready. for Always ready. And you've got um, an awesome no. set up there. You, what are you, a spare room or is this your actual bedroom? Uh, actual bedroom. Uh, Nick was in the lounge making a smoothie at 9pm for some unknown reason. So I had to quickly sk- skedaddle from my, um, my setup I had out there. So now I'm wow. in the bedroom, a bit more private and, yes. um, you know, same level of business. Okay. Uh, Nick is, of course, uh, your partner in crime in mm. Saatchi. What's it like living with the person that you also, well, pretty much work with every single day? Uh, it's it's actually been great. We He has, like, a, another part of the house down a hallway that's, like, completely – he's got his own bathroom. So we, we honestly don't see a lot of each other. We're, we're on very different schedules as well. Um, so, yeah, barely, barely see him. Um but you know, nice enough. We've got a studio in our basement now, so we're we're down there a lot, just working on music and, um, yeah, see enough, but not too much. And you guys, go like, 
Sorry, sorry. I'll just quickly, do you guys go shopping together, like off to pick and save on the same night? Do you coordinate diaries that way, or you? Uh, but we, do, I literally just got back from pack. I was at pack and save when when Cara messaged me. Mount up at pack and save. Um, amazing, amazing venue. Um, we don't. We don't. Uh, two person per limit, um, and only yeah. and only like the four roll packs. Um, but there seems seems to be well stocked. Okay, good. You just mentioned your studio before. I know that you had um, been kind of showing everyone the progress because you built the studio from scratch under your house, right? Is it all finished now? Yeah, yeah. It's all uh, pretty much finished, pretty much uh, ready to work in. Um, Yeah, so we kind of literally built it over the last lockdown. Um, So, yeah, it's been great. It's been a a great little lockdown project. We we built it with um, us and some friends who are builders. Um, had to get the pros in for for most of it, but um, that's all ready to go now, which is re- really amazing. Okay. Um, yeah. One of the main reasons we, I guess we wanted to talk to you was I saw on your social media this evening mm. that you've put up a petition to try and get the government to provide some sort of support, payments, uh, remuneration for workers, artists, musicians, anyone that can't operate uh, mm. during yeah. this red light situations because the restrictions make it very tough for you and any other musicians in the country right now right yeah so i guess my my main thing was is that um we, the the music industry was very much the poster child for to get people out uh, and vaccinated there was a whole two shots for summer campaign that ran on the radio and tv and stuff and it was kind of pitched as this you know, everyone will go out and get vaccinated and we'll be able to have these full-scale festivals without interruptions and, you know, everything would kind of be happy days. Um, mm. And ironically, in that, in that um, you know, as it's played out, that um, the music industry has been the first industry that's had their back completely turned on by the government from being this poster child um, thing to now just being literally, we've just been like, had everything gone um everything's all the shows there's festival sites um and Tidal and a few other places that are completely set up ready to go for this weekend um that obviously can't go ahead and along with that there's catering and security and you know all the logistical people that run around on the festivals that aren't going to be getting paid this weekend um and then moving forward there's obviously um this is people's incomes and and livelihoods that um, for the foreseeable future is completely non-existent. Um, so that's why I set up the petition because you know in previous lockdowns there'd been some financial support. It wasn't it wasn't great, but it was something which you know kept kept the doors open for a lot of businesses. Can't you guys just sell one of your Ferraris or something? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, unfortunately, there's not a Ferrari to sell. I probably could sell some shoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So is it? So what happens? What talk, walk me through the festivals? Most of them got like getting ninety percent back, right? They've been backed mm. by the government. So yeah. does the money trickle down to you? Do they give you some kind of? So from my understanding, there was a um, insurance thing that the government set up that was for festivals that were announced before yeah. November 29th. Um, so obviously, there's been a number of festivals that have been announced on the side of the year, well, even in throughout December and stuff, because there was more certainty about that there was going to be the ability to have festivals. So a lot of festivals that have been announced and 
and um, we're coming up in the next few weeks have, uh, from my understanding, won't be getting any compensation. I'm, I'm not entirely sure on that, but from my understanding, that's what's, that's what's happening. And then I guess as well, like not only the artists, some of that money trickles down to you. Like you said, it's mm. the caterers who have yeah. spent all this money buying food that they thought they were going to be able to use over mm. the weekend's festivals and then they haven't happened. I was actually talking to Nina Kay, who obviously runs Soundsplash, and I just was talking about how grateful she must be that they actually got it done this weekend and it was incredible uh, mm. before it went into red light. Because I couldn't even imagine organising something like that. Um, mm. For the whole year, the planning goes into it to have it, like, killed off. Yeah, like, and especially, especially the fact of, you know, being that it was kind of we had this um, ticket out, which was everyone was going to get vaccinated and then there would be – no uncertainty around the festival. So everyone was like, okay, sweet, let's pour our heart and souls into making these festivals um, go ahead. And there's obviously a lot of the festivals had already been rescheduled um, previously. And then when it gets to a week out, you're told that, you know, the festival can't go ahead and, you know, start like tearing the whole thing down. Like, it's just like, it's so... Yeah, just so upsetting. And the amount of support has been insane, um, just the amount of roadies and, and um, you know, tech and lighting and everyone that works behind the scenes that have reached out and been like, thank you so much for using your voice to um, get so much attention to this topic because it, it is important. So, so tonight you have launched, a, what is it, a GoFundMe? or a uh, a Change.org. It's, a, it's simply just like a petition where people can um, s- sign and they can make comments on... Um, on uh, what the petition means to them, essentially. But we've had over 1,500. I'm just going to check the latest figures, but it is 1,500. Oh, yeah, f- over 1,500 signatures. Already. Um, I just I emailed, two hours too. Yeah, I set it up at 3 p.m. today, 4 p.m. today maybe, um, which is just overwhelming and um, amazing outpour of support, not only people from the music industry, but, you know, people who like going to festivals and, and have friends that work in the music industry all showing support. So it's really important that everyone stands together. Yeah. And uh, sorry. You go. This red light thing though, it seems a little like people are going, so there's a couple of things going on. It's a light cold and all that. We've all read that kind of thing. Uh, A lot of people are going to get it, Um, but yeah, it's going to really destroy hospitality. Hospitality has just come through a massive big hole like everybody. And now they're going to go through it again. So that's your, your working DJ who pays down the pub uh, to your big festival and anyone who owns a restaurant, you know. Um, this is going to be another killer. And there aren't people, there aren't going to be many uh, restaurants and bars who are actually going to come out of this, I've been told. Mm. So I don't know about this whole red light setting. I want to see more people in the hospital before I think we flick the switch onto this. And, and also <laughs> localised they got the, they've got the new phrasing coming up on her press conference, conference like it's stay-at-home orders, you know. I think they're disguising mm. the lockdown now as they're going to want people to stay at home. Yeah. So it, is a, it is a shame, but, like, the UK are coming up the other side. You don't have to wear a mask as of today. And if you get I it. I think they got um, rid of the mandates in the UK as well. But, like you said, I already know, like, you know, like Euro, for example, amazing mm. restaurant, had to shut down in the last lockdown. Mm. Uh, four of my friends who ran restaurants in the viaduct, no tourists, not even any Kiwis going out, and they just they just had to shut because they couldn't come back from it. So, mm. I mean, I, I don't know what the way forward is 
for the hospitality? Is it good to just shut up now and then try and come back when it's mm. all over? But we don't even know how long this is going to be. It feels yeah. like it's been going on for years already. And, yeah, it's it's insane because it's like um, if there is a financial you know, support thing for every time we're in red, then it's kind of like, you know, is, does that go on forever or does, um, you know, does there become a point where, you know, we don't ever go back into red or there isn't this traffic light system or like there's no, like especially the plan that we've been given is like in the music industry, there is no actual clear plan of like, this is the statistical thing that means we will go to red and this is the statistical thing that means we'll be in orange and green um, because the framework that they've outlined, they haven't really even been following when it's when it's actually come to how things are, um, you know, what setting everyone's in. And also Jacinda did say that we would move within 24 hours to 48 hours into the red setting if uh, it was in the community. And then, you know, we moved within 11 or 12 or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, so at this point, everyone's very frustrated because we feel like we've been lied to and then um as i mentioned earlier we were the we were the you know the the main campaign was you know we would be like the festivals will go ahead and that was you know that was how everyone was um that's why everyone was going to go get vaccinated so they could go to the festivals and stuff and then you know they've kind of just said sweet thank you for the free publicity um and now you guys can't work so i um I actually saw someone, I can't remember who it was, post a um, video on the Instagram the other day being like, so two shots for summer and now you want us to get a booster and we didn't even get a summer? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, so what do you do when you're not uh, when you're not making um, out there doing festivals, just trying to make more music, I suppose? Yeah, I guess we're trying to find other revenue streams. I mean, we're, we're lucky as musicians that we can kind of diversify. Obviously, we do, do get some money from, sh- like, literal uh, streaming, but, like, it's fuck all. It's not enough to live on. Um, but, you know, the roadies and the, the sound and the – they like, those, those guys don't have – you know, what do they do, become builders? Like, um, yeah. yeah, it's just, like – it's so wrong. It's so, so wrong. Um, but, you know, us, we, we, we'll try to keep as busy as possible. But now is about, like, using our platform and our voice to, to help people in, in our industry that have, like, supported us and, you know, actually are the backbone of um, this whole industry um, who are just being completely shortchanged. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh God! Oh well, mate. Thank you very much yeah. for your time tonight. I really appreciate it. And uh, when you got anything new, we're doing this show like what kind of weeknights or anything. Mm. Awesome. Uh, let us know. Um, we'll also, check up a link for uh, for your petition to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How to sign that shit? Yeah. What is that link? Is there a link there? Oh, is oh, there? oh thank That's you so much, Cara. Perfect. No worries. Yeah. Great. Lovely to chat, guys. All right, mate. See you all soon. Thanks, Will. Yeah, take care. See you guys. Bye, mate. What a nice guy. Still a nice guy, isn't he? It was always a nice guy. Do you remember his brother was our intern, Ollie? No. Which one was You don't remember Ollie? No. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. Ollie. Young Ollie. Ollie. I bet that guy still still looks 14. Ollie was a very young-looking fellow, wasn't he? He, yeah. I thought that he was Will's younger brother, but he was actually his older brother. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, it's interesting what he said there about, you know, like what other jobs you could do. I know mm. a pilot who in the last lockdown ended up becoming a youth worker. 
because he couldn't fly yeah. anymore. Mm. So I wonder how many people have had a job and then had to pivot into something else, like completely different, completely like irrelevant to what they're qualified to do just because of COVID. But I imagine there wouldn't even be that many jobs you could do during COVID. It's tough. Everyone wants you to work from home and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm doing, um, I bought a gyms franchise, everybody, so I'm doing oh, a lot of landscaping. And oh, bits and you're stuff. a lawnmower now. Yeah, I own a lawnmower and they have two of them. And uh, it's, it's, that's why I look so My question, though, yeah. my question is, do you palm the lawn mowing off to someone else to do or do you actually get your ass out and do it no, yourself? I, I try not to do as, as little as possible. I've got workers that I kind of call on to um, put some stuff out, you know, get, get it done. But, I mean, I'm learning to get out there by myself and do it. If but, you know, gonna, I always, If you're going to make money, um, if you've got to pay someone else to do it. Yeah, that's true. But anyways, I'm only starting out, so here we go. Hey, uh, we've got uh, we've got people are uh, wrapped to have you on the show, which is fantastic. Thank you very much for your comments. Thank um, you very much. Someone asked if I've got an OnlyFans. Oh yeah, do you have an OnlyFans? I do not have an OnlyFans, but hey, could yeah. be, could could get desperate. I don't know yeah. what kind of content I'd put on there though. Yeah. Does it have to be just like I could put my feet on there? Yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. You could. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you got, uh, now we've got this. Uh, we've got an interview with Meatloaf coming up. M- meatloaf, like dead Meatloaf. Meatloaf who died last week. Yeah. Meatloaf. Uh, or just so like we'll just, should we have a little bit of a teaser? Um, let's just bring him on. There's Meatloaf. Are you, are you there? I'm here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? You know, I can. You remind me a little of my friend Luke Dello. Um, it does. Yeah. Luke Dallow, yeah, I used to drink a lot with Luke Dallow, <laughs> he's a great guy, I, I tell you, uh, this COVID thing's got damn red light system, it reminds me of the mother thing, <sighs> god damn it, I, I gotta tell you this much, I've, I've had an aneurysm, I can't remember a lot right now, all I can tell you is that I've got roadies here out of work too, I'm I was thinking of reskilling before all this fucking horse shit popped up. I was going to go down to the Southern bucket. I was going to have pills down at Southern Alps. Yes. You know, I was going to fucking get on it. Yeah. But I tell you, you can't keep a good man down because I'm like a bat out of here. I've, I've read a lot in the press and the media since you passed away about you pushing Prince Andrew in a moat. How did that happen? What was the reasoning behind that? He fell. <laughs> <laughs> Prince Andrew, goddamn pedophile. Yeah, the queen cut him off. The queen's son, he's a dirty bastard. I know that guy, they said, I pushed him in a goddamn moat. I tried to hold his head down. I should have done it when I had the chance. God damn it. <sighs> Did you hear, though, just quickly, he was um, – didn't Fergie have a little liking for him or something like that? That's why they got chucked in the moat because he was getting on with the wife and oh, what's-his-face got jealous. So um, Meatloaf um, threw him into the moat or something like that. Very spectacular. I did. <laughs> And I'd do it again. This is fantastic. I love you, Sarah. Don't be shy, Kara. <laughs> what do you want to say to Meatloaf? 
Um, I was just going to say, Thane, I'm going to leave you with Meatloaf for a little while because he's too much. No, 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 no. Oh, and I'm just going to leave on in the show. I'm going my computer because it's about to go flat. Okay, come back though, if you can, please. Yeah, I will, I will. Okay, see you soon. So that's, uh, well, I mean, you know, she lasted half an hour, guys. Not bad. Yeah, um, Meatloaf. Uh, Thanks for having me on, Thane. It means a lot. <laughs> no worries. Uh, so are you dead or what's your deal here? Are, are you alive? Meatloaf will never die. Uh-huh. I'll live on in infamy because why? Because I gotta, because I'm Meatloaf. I'm like something that you could either listen to on a Sunday or put in the oven. I'm versatile. I don't, I'm not just one thing. I'm multiple things. I'm not one item. Not only am I a high-value item, but I'm also other items, too. Wow, you're everything and nothing all at the same time. That is pretty amazing. I mean, well, thank you very much for your life. We're going to come back to you a bit later on the program. It's been really exciting talking to you. You're like an NFT. Carl Rickard is, uh, was there, but she's back. Trevor, be missing a few streams. My bad. Thank you very much, Trevor. Jody Clark is saying, hey, 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 Jody. Welcome uh, back to uh, Talkback, everybody. And if you would like to uh, join us on the show and just have a little bit of a chat with us, have we got a little link that we can put up, guys, in the background? I think we've got a little link so that you can um, come and join us, which would be they bloody join in if they want to have a chat. Join yeah, it's like an open Zoom type thing. So oh. you can just click the link and then be a part of it. So I think we should put oh, yeah. that. I don't know, Selena, if you could work on that by putting that in there. Actually, I think I can. Hold the Darren, Darren, you should jump on for a chat. Totally. Jump on for a chat, guys. And here is, in the comments section now, is the link to the show. So, yeah, everyone's put it on. So this is what the link looks like. Hey, tomorrow on the show, we've got a guy called Nori uh, Montgomery. Nori is uh, the photographer. He used to work for like, Sunday Star Times. He went to the New Zealand Herald. He's yeah, he was basically the guy if you wanted to get in like the entertainment pages, like yeah. Spy and the About Town and uh, feel like you're somebody of importance. Mm. Nori was the guy that would take your photo. And you knew if you made it is if he sucked, um, kind of like sort you out, eh? Hey, guys, can you just jump in together there? Bring some young lady in and snap us and their name, Presto, in the paper. Yeah, that, that wasn't me. He didn't take my photo that often. There was uh, much, much more famous, better people to put in the old about town. Sheesh. Is it still going? I don't know if it I is. No, I don't think it is. I think Spy is still going. Is that Ricardo? Uh, yeah, Ricardo. Ricardo, boy, Ricardo is trim now, isn't he? You seen Ricardo? He looks I, like don't, he's, I don't know. No. I've seen, I've seen a couple of pictures of him, but he's a. Uh, he, I passed him in the street, didn't say hello to me, very well aware who I was. Didn't you used to be the um, yeah. spy editor too? Yeah, that was, I was one of the spy editors. There were a few people who, who come and gone through that. And, uh, yeah, it was a fun job to do, but you lost a lot of friends because people – Yeah, how did you lose that job? By just, you know, losing my marriage round one. So that was the real blow up. And it was like, oh, well, let's just move on. It's time to move on, guys. So, anyway, speaking of moving on, let's get back to Benny Mac fact checker. Everybody's back. Beanie, uh, what did you think of the interview with Will from Saatchi? I thought he was uh, a top bloke, very entertaining. 
Yeah, great guy. Uh, excellent show so far, man. Rating its tits off. Um, very unfortunate about the whole festival and this red light scenario. It's an absolute travesty, which she needs to be held accountable. She can't. Uh, I'm talking about Jacinda, our leader, our apparent team leader, letting the team down, lady. Um, yeah, we're just trying to have a good ass time here, trying to enjoy summer, trying to do that party thing um, that. Um, that Meatloaf was talking about. He wanted to get into New Zealand. He wanted to party. His time was cut short. I feel as if our time's been cut short. Um, Kari, you're freaking awesome. You're rating well with the fans. Yes, they want to see your feet. Yes, they want to sh- see other parts of your body, including your lovely face and your sweet voice. You guys sound great together. It's like Thank you. Re- reminiscent. And we still got our radio voices. Thanks, Kara. Yeah, you guys both sound great. Fantastic. That's the main thing. Thank you very much, mate, and that's um, a thumbs up. Great. Now, Darren tried the link and said it doesn't seem to work. I wonder if we can get our producer on here. Uh, Selena, I don't know why that link isn't working. Would you want to check that out for us? Totally. Totally check it out. Yep. Okay. Doing it now. Thank you. Is she reading a book? I'd love to know what book she was reading. You know what book I just finished reading? Um, Dave Grohl's book. I saw that on your Instagram. What are, what, is it any good? It's very good. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big Foo Fighters fan to this day. The best concert I've ever been to was a Foo Fighters show at the Sydney University Roundhouse before they got super famous. Small capacity, bloody good time. And the book is awesome. He's an amazing writer. It's great. I've met him. I've met Loved him. it very much. Well, yeah, when you worked at Rock, did you meet him? Nah, when I I met him at Radio Hodaki in when it was good uh, round one. Um, Years and years ago in the nineties, and he came in the guy with the uh, who's the who's his little mate with the guitar, the, the offsider. You know, there's him and there's the other guy. He's a blonde guy. Oh, that's Nathan. the drummer Taylor. Yeah. yeah, the rock. Anyways, uh, so he yeah they, they we basically came in the studio and I gave them a porphyry and then asked for twenty bucks. And, Why did uh, you ask for twenty bucks? Because you gave them a porphyry. Yeah. It was just really crass, racist stuff that yeah. never, Sounds horrific. It was awful. It was embarrassing. Um, I was, like, forced to do it too. So, but You know what? Speaking of dumb shit like that, hasn't radio changed oh, since yeah. the days when you, like, were back doing that kind of bullshit? Mm. Nobody's yeah. doing shock shock radio anymore, which I yeah. like. Like, I like that everyone's just happy and upbeat and living their best lives. No one's trying to prank anybody. No one's trying to talk shit. No one's trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. It is really boring. I mean, today is right. coming, everybody. All right, this is new you know talk on, on 90.2 in Auckland. It's called Today Affair. Biggest problem. Is it today or is it today? Now, they're going to get their heads around that. Today or today? Um, Maybe that's why you don't have a job in radio anymore. Why? Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? You can't, you can't adapt to the new style of upbeat, happy, everybody's having a good time radio. Yeah, but you can't all have a good time. And I know for a fact that's not how everybody feels. You know what I mean? They are, they are, um, they just don't. Oh, hey, we've got a guy, we've got a call. We actually got a call. Hold the for a second. Darren, Darren. This is incredible. Here we go. I'm going to play the call intro. Hey guys. How's it going? Very good. Oh, yeah. Good. 
Oh, yeah. it's so good to see the two of you back together, man. I, I missed the uh, Georgia FM drive, and then you guys moved to the mornings. Honestly, I, I am one of your biggest fans. Yeah, I've met Aaron on, on many occasions and your wonderful partner. And how's that cute baby of yours? Uh, she's good. She's good. She's a little bit sick at the moment, just a daycare bug. Um, yeah. She went for a bit of a test this morning, but uh, hopefully she's all good. We're all sweet. Um, but, yeah, no, she's, she's just growing up very well, uh, two, just over two years now. Oh, wow. Because so I think the last time I maybe saw you in person was you had – just announced you just found out you were pregnant at that George 21st. No, oh, the one in the park in the forest. Yeah, yeah. so that was uh the Jägermeister Republic of George. Ah, uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, but then I also did the speech um at the George what? 21st. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 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 and I did I did mention you, Thayman, as well as oh, the, the founder. I yeah, didn't get yeah. an invite to that for some you weird got reason. A fucking invite, you <laughs> You just didn't come. I don't know. I don't know. You know, making money out of a birthday party. Hey, I've got a question for you guys. Uh, what are your thoughts on the the Tova O'Brien? You were talking about today, FM, the sort of restraint of trade clause. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, so um, she's been restrained. She got a two thousand dollar fine, restrained for like was it three, two months? I think it's still being totaled that a month has passed. Right, okay. And I believe that the station's on hold, so it's not going to be launched. Now, MediaWorks for a fact has been so many people to make way to pay for it, um, this yeah. uh, FM. And so there's a lot of unhappy people out there. But strategically, all Today FM has to do is just not even halve the share of news tools they'd be, although it's going to be hard. I mean, Hosking is a force of nature. That guy is an incredible broadcaster. Whether you listen yeah. to him or not, he's got the ears of Auckland. But you just have to take a whole, a chunk of that audience, and if they come over, then the media works uh, complete cue or complete uh, listenership will then be so much higher than the NZME listenership. So, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a pretty big weapon, and they've always had a hard-on to get on to talk and make it work, and magic hasn't worked. Radio Live didn't work, which is a complete waste of money. But, Do you think today work, though? Hey? Do you think well, today it will work? I think it will. Yes, I think it will. But it's it's going to be positive and it's going to be solutions-based radio. So um, what are we going to do about it? How can we make this work better for everybody? What's what's the solution apart from dwelling on the problem? I think that's their angle. So people like ring. that and talk back, you know. Like people listen to ZB because it's divisive and you can ring up and be racist and complain and – Find someone who shares your shitty opinion, which is yeah. I don't, it, it sucks, but that's why ZB is so well loved. Yeah, yeah. And then we okay, so are you guys ever uh, going to do a show together again? Probably. I think uh, we just need. I don't know if anyone would hire us. Yeah, that's the only thing. And I'm sick of doing nothing without you know. I'm going to do something like this. So yeah. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Hey, thank you. I just saw you. Um, I remember probably my favorite moment uh, on the station, aside from when you you said that uh, Cairo had sort of uh, kicked cancer's butt. Do you remember maybe about eight years ago, it was one Friday afternoon. I don't know if you guys had been to the strippers like you used to go, um, yeah. but you were talking about your ex-wife or some issue, and then I think the station manager had to come in and basically cut you off because you were going on a bit of a rant, and perhaps the rant got a bit better of you. Oh, yeah. Uh, was it about the one-armed stripper or something? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, and you know the worst. No. Okay. Well, you, know, like, you could never do any any of that radio again. I mean, it can never be repeated. So that's why I'm not behind. But yeah. um, it was a drunken rant. And I, I did take it a little bit too far. And then because I was just jumping on the phone and then the gangs were calling me, and that's my fucking girlfriend. I'm going to kill you and all this kind of stuff. And, and oh. I was like, it. But um, we had to, I had to, we were all called into the big boss's office. And we all had to listen to that call. And when you're sober, listening back, it's just half the shit you can't even remember saying. Very sobering. Which happened a lot on our show. Um, yeah. Especially mm. the drive show because obviously, Thane, you had a lot of shit going on in your life. So you spent mm. a lot of your time drunk, a lot of your time at chapel. We used to broadcast from bars in the afternoon. Like you said, yeah. we go to showgirls, broadcast down there, whatever. Um, and there was a lot of – we did a lot of bad shit on that drive show. Yeah. But you did bring a lot of joy to people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a oh, well, you could never do radio like that ever again. No. It no. was a it was a real moment in time though, wasn't it? It was yeah. like what the hell it, it's, it's weird too because that was when we were rating the highest, when we were doing all that dumb Yeah you thing. We we're drunk all the time. Yeah. And you brought people like Benny Boy and uh um Tammy Davis to light as well. So you guys, you know, you nurture yeah, yeah, yeah. some young exactly. talent as well. So a lot of people that we brought in and, and they've gone on to do some great things, which is great. But, yeah, I reckon, uh, I, you know, it's a shame that they didn't hire at Radio Hierarchy and they couldn't see, we couldn't come to, come together on a show again and work together. I thought that was... Well, they tried to poach me from MediaWorks yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go work on Radio Hierarchy and then it just never quite panned out. Yeah, that's that's that would have been great. That reunion, I think, that would have been really amazing. What's this? Carl Rank and the Heineken Open was the best time thing. Was in with a drunken radio. Oh boy! We used to uh, for like a solid couple of years do the show for a whole week from the Heineken Open. And it's it called the Heineken Open. What do you think's going to happen? Oh. I know, and you'd like jump in. Remember that time you stole Wendy Petrie's interview with um, mm. old Sh- to Cole Schreiber. And she's in That's the background funny. going, what the, what the fuck are you doing? Get, get out remember, of my Even this cat here remembers me um, talking to Johnny Danger from jail and I, before he was Johnny Danger. That was when he um, was on the – he got he put in jail for being on the roof of his car over the Harbour Bridge, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Jokesy, Jokesy's still alive, but he's a really hardcore anti-vaxxer. What uh, about um, Raymond Presley? Cleveland? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'd love Raymond? to hear one of his speeches again. Do you oh. know that Thane – Raymond doesn't have any children, right? But Thane no. rang his residence. He, he was living in like an apartment downtown and rang up and said, I'm trying to get hold of Raymond because I'm his son. Right. And then Raymond freaked out and like tried to ring the number back, which was our studio, to try and find this – kid who thought he was his son and then he just went on a big speech about he's like I've been very careful I've been very careful with well no no I'll tell you how careful he was he's never actually penetrated anyone (laughs) (laughs) no he He never had sex to this day he's like a 98 year old virgin I don't believe you I I, I got it out of him and would you guys ever find MH370 oh never what day are we up to? How many days is it been? Have we got a plane up 
uh, plane watch tomorrow, Thane. Yeah, let's light it up. Um, that was just a huge joke because, it, you know, it was never going to be found, so it was just fun. <laughs> and then, it, you know. Then, didn't you spend like 20 grand when you were on the rock to yeah. go to the Maldives to try and find it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who the hell thought that was a good idea to fund that useless mission? Rocklessness. And also, it was. But the worst thing about it is, we went to Mauritius, and Mauritius is like a beautiful resort. So it's hard, like, oh, we're searching for MH370, Pina Colada, beautiful resort. You know, I was like, how much time were we on the boat? Oh, we gave it a couple of hours. You know, got the walkie talkies and the binoculars out, but most of the time was at this beautiful resort. It's incredible. Meet the Prime Minister and everything. It's amazing. Um, oh I'm accidentally dialing somebody. Um, uh, yeah, so that no, was a lot of fun, but uh, yeah, MH370, how about that? I'm crazy. Yeah, good times. Good oh, well, times, maybe guys. if you back on the radio, we'll bring it back. Yeah, but for I, sure. I, I highly doubt it. Yeah, see how it goes. And uh, we'll get Jokesy on. I think he'll be quite, I mean, he'll he'll talk to us about vaccinations. Has he got a still. phone and Wi-Fi that he can talk to us? Yeah, and he, he logs in from his little garage and stuff. So he's, he's still lives in the garage. Still lives in the garage on a bale of hay and a pillow. Poor <laughs> guy. Oh, well, hey, mate, thank you. Nice for having me. Thank you, guys, so much. Nice keep up. Keep up the entertainment and keep up the good work. Love you, guys. See you, mate. I always freeze when someone says love you like that because I don't know what to say. Like, I, 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 I love it. You love me. He doesn't mean like love you, like wants to marry you. He just means like I have a very high appreciation of you. Yeah. Um, the, the traffic game you guys played, human traffic. Human traffic. Yeah. I came up with that and then Thane stole it and took it to the rock. Didn't really work over the rock. Didn't, people didn't really get the spirit of it. Yeah, because you anyway. didn't have me to help. Uh, no. facilitate it really what yeah. did you enjoy more working at the rock or working at Hauraki I thought both were pretty amazing eh? like the rock is uh, working at both rock stations like in the rock is incredible and like, oh they just they're, they're real people um, they're hard working and they oh not that the Hauraki people Hauraki people were hard working as well but fuck they got a fight on their hands haven't they what do you think Hodoki is going to do? Do you think it'll ever get rebrand? Give it to Gold. Gold's where the, the music is. Gold music's fantastic. Why don't um, they just make like another, you know, Georgia FM 2.0 on Hodoki's frequency? Yeah, I don't know. Do something with the cricket. Are we a bit bored with the cricket now? Are we a bit over the cricket? But anyway, um, don't have the rights to the cricket anymore, do I they? They could have won with it. But anyways, The Rock, big family, and uh, big very and they do the hard work, like they put in some serious hours making great radio, which is uh, pretty good. George, I had the most fun of my I've ever had in my life, you know. So there was a great fun. Yeah. Uh, I just want to check in quickly with uh, Meatloaf. Meatloaf, uh, thanks for being on the show tonight. It's been really good. It's been an amazing show. Indeed, on you, isn't it? It was your bloody team. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. It's an incredible show that you put on tonight. I was planning to put on a great show tonight, but unfortunately, I was unable to. However, this is brilliant. This <laughs> no, is I great see, look at yourself. You are just like, you're blown away by it, aren't you? You're a great guy, and this show is really something. You're taking the talk, and you're bringing it back. I like that. They had a problem 
saying there weren't enough damn shock jocks anymore. I want to bring that back. I love partying with you, Thane. We went to the Maldives, Mauritius. They said it was stolen valor. They said we were looking for the body of the plane or the body of the corpse. We were just partying, man. That's what we were born to do. That's right. Some people don't know how to party. Yeah. Meatloaf. Um, Oh, what we got? We got a little. Oh, hey, we are sorry, sorry Meatloaf. We got, we got a little message here, uh, Meatloaf, uh, from our viewer Stephen. I want to see Loaf and Benny on screen at the same time. Ah, uh, of course, of course. Jack. Well, I can tell you this much: mm. uh, Benny Mac's a great guy. He's spending time mourning with my family. Gotcha. Thank you very much, Meatloaf. Go say goodbye now. See ya. Okay. Yeah, Meatloaf. Um. He still has one of the um, biggest-selling albums of all time, right? Like, I, I, I'm not really a Meatloaf fan. Never owned any albums. Never had any songs on a playlist. D- don't know too much about him. Oh, I know, you know, I know his popular songs. Yeah. But not a fan enough to ever, like, listen to them. he was a them. bit of an asshole. Didn't he die of COVID? I think he did. News yeah. reports, apparently. It reminds me of Mikey Havoc, a little um, young Well, meatloaf. I saw what you put up. You yeah. put up a picture of Mikey Havoc and said, R.I.P. Meatloaf. And <laughs> I thought that Mikey Havoc had died and your nickname for him was just Meatloaf. I was like, what? Mikey oh. Havoc's died. And then I just realised that you were just being an asshole and Meatloaf had died. Hey, I'll tell you one, one thing uh, that's happened. Uh, oh, Benny, uh, you, you missed uh, Meatloaf. He was on the show the whole time. Oh, for fuck's sake! You got you got to warn me. Actually, I was actually spending time with his family at the funeral parlor, and I can tell you they're handling it well. It was expected. Um, like I thought the same thing. I saw the I saw that post too, and yeah, I googled Mikey Havoc. Um, <laughs> RIP, <laughs> rip, and uh, it said he was alive and kicking. Uh, it showed this real weird um, Google image of him going. Yeah, that's a Mikey oh, Havoc post. Has Mikey Havoc ever forgiven you, Thane? For that time yeah. you said on air that his DJing is like two shoes in a dryer? Dryer, yeah. Uh, yeah, he has. And I've spoken to Mikey last year, and he's very nice. And he, he had a good conversation, and he's still very funny. And Does he still do radio? No, no radio anymore. Um, but he looks um, – he's got – Oh, I'm just going to put it out there because he's got an autistic son and he's the main caregiver for this dude. So nice. he is, um, that's what he does. And I think, good, Very on cool. good on you, mate. Fantastic yeah. father of the year. Fantastic Mikey Evick. Um, anyone got meatloaf a recipe? I've got a fantastic meatloaf recipe. Yeah. It's a Nadia Lim one and it's oh. amazing. It's like 50 50 uh, beef mints and pork mints. Yeah. And then it's got Ooh. some like, Carrots and parsnips and a whole lot of cheese and Yum. tomato sauce inside it. Yeah, love that. It's really good. I was never a meatloaf fan as a kid. I thought it was disgusting. And then mm. you find a good meatloaf recipe and it's very good. Throw some mashed potato on the side of that, you know. Yeah, some peas, yeah. some mashed potato and some peas. Good time. Delicious. Love it. Mm. Carrots, a little bit of chopped up carrots. Yeah. Carrots help. You're absolutely right. Carrots help. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. I had, uh, 
bangers and mash for lunch. You know, bangers and mash. There was some peas in there. It was like a pork and fennel sausage or something like that. Not too bad. I um I did some um chicken steak from the supermarket. I don't know why they're calling it a chicken steak. Basically, it's a fillet of chicken. And some okay. kind of meat sauce. And I put it in the air fryer. And, you know, 20 minutes later, delicious. Are air fryers any good? Should I get an air fryer or can oh, I just cook yeah. the same shit in my oven and it'll be the same? Get an air fryer. It's fast as fuck and it's – I think it's healthier, isn't it? Because you're not broiling. I don't know what you're doing. But anyways, well, it's just a cheap one. Right. I like it when he acts like that all sort of like he pretends like he doesn't know what he's doing, but he's trying to get sexy for the show and he's and he's dropping hints uh, and it's part of the programming. He's, he dropped the, the line, chicken steak. He knows it's got no fat on it. Then he said air fryer and played it down. Dude, you're looking great. Fantastic. Me, I, I'm bulking up, which is right. another way, thing for saying I haven't stopped eating. Uh, well, I, you know what? Not exercising. I uh, have jumped on the keto diet, and I'm finding it remarkably easy. And the reason why is I love all the food on keto. And all I'm going to do is just cut out all the carbs. Hey, big deal. I've done it. So it's just you're fat, right? So you can just eat heaps of butter and cream and steak. I don't really eat butter. I don't eat cream. I eat some Greek yogurt, Cara. And, oh, um, uh, and I'm now eating like a lot more salads with my steak, sausage, bacon, chops, and chicken steak. So fantastic. I've got a question. Is eating four slices of white bread for breakfast uh, five days a week good idea or bad idea? Bad idea. It's like the white death. My, my naturopath calls all of those things the white death. So like white processed white carbs. So white bread, white rice, white sugar. It's the white death. I guess I like that. any of those guys. So I'm pretty happy. With I that. like that idea of calling it the white death. It's kind of like when a white guy go, like me goes to the islands or something and they call us the white devil. It's, it's quite uh, scary, um, but we try to make it sort of not a bad thing. What are you uh, doing on the islands to make them call you a devil, though? I don't know if you're just like walking down the street and they yell that shit at you. Is it when you're pissed and you've taken your clothes off and you're screaming in the pub that they call you the white devil? Exactly. I'm being chased out of buses and down main streets with hatchets and machetes in the dark and wild dogs um, chase me in the night. Um, now, horrifying stuff. I, maybe I should, uh, you know, reassess sort of my white, uh, my whiteness. I like how your grey hair is <laughs> on, your, on your white head. It's um, just that slick piece of grey that's up there. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah, that's my uh, white privilege on display, and it is problematic, and I actually need to address um, my white sugars and my white – what was it called? White death. Yeah, yeah, also, I, I reckon you've got the um, – you've got uh, you've got a full head of white hair there. It's, uh, it's remarkable. I mean, look at it. It's not going anywhere, isn't it? Well, you tell me, buddy. Um, I th it looks, it, it looks it's looking pretty good at the moment. I appreciate you. I appreciate you 100%. Uh, I purchased a what I reckon is a pretty awesome uh, set of hair clippers off AliExpress. You know, do you guys know that guy, the owner of AliExpress, the little little man, little man? Mm. 
Well, didn't, like, didn't China either. kind of kidnap him there for a while and he ended up somewhere else? Like, yeah, he's in all kinds of trouble, isn't he, that guy? Yeah, I got him off him. He's kind of like the Chinese Elon Musk. Think of it yeah, like that, right. like billionaire superstar guy. And little man, little man Jack. And um, I got the clippers off him. They're USB rechargeable and they're really good. They've got a ceramic blade and uh, they, they came with a little cape too. Fantastic. I'd love to see that on you one day. Not now, though. Not now. Definitely not now. Not now. Not now. Don't get too excited. There's only approximately six minutes left in the damned broadcast. Yeah. Uh, What Um, an exciting show. We've come back from a a hiatus. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to be back. Darren Fortune here, um, Cara, uh, was a – he was a hesitant, and now he is is, uh, definitely a believer. Which is good. On the old yeah. I might have to get one. I've got some credit at Mitre 10. So yeah. I might maybe get one from Mitre 10. I also, uh, Hayden Brown, Nadia Lim, Mikey Havoc, and Meatloaf having a threesome would be pretty moist. Oh, you know what I rewatched the other night? Um, I rewatched Madison's uh, porno. Pardon? Um, Do you remember that time you had the Kim Kardashian porno in the, on, on in the back of our staff meeting? I can't remember that, today. Oh, God. <laughs> I was just playing on your phone on the desk while we were – I was like, what are you doing? And I looked over and there's Ray J and Kim K going at it in the middle of yeah. the staff meeting. Oh, but I thought – give it a rewatch, guys. And I, I know it's dirty SVHS quality, but, yeah, it's uh, they were a hot item and uh, it was it's great viewing. See if we get us back the comment. White death is bacon buddy. Don't even think about an alternative breed. Yeah, like, obviously I'm not saying, you know, I'm not a nutritionist and I definitely will eat white, white bread on occasion. You know, bunning sausage, why not? Yeah. Uh, bacon buddy, sure. Just not every day. Not four slices every single day of the week there, Benny Mac. What are you putting okay. on it? Are you putting marmite on it or something? Uh, a lot of butter. Lot of I basically, I'm thinking of basically the way people tell you how to eat, um, I'm basically thinking it's some sort of a conspiracy just because, you know. It's sort yeah. of my job, and uh, I've got to check all the facts. So I'm just checking a whole bunch of facts. Right. A loaf of bread at a time. Hey, um, uh, Bomber Bradbury joins us on Wednesday, everybody. Uh, he is going to break down. He's going to be part of this new Today FM um, stuff thing, uh, but he's going to break down some uh, political What's stuff. What's he doing on Today FM? I think he's just doing this big political. It's called The gr- Working Group. It's like a little show, maybe an hour show. And they bring in, uh, they talk politics with a whole lot of other political wankers. <clears throat> I love it. I'm, I'm thinking that we, we start up a competitive show called Yesterday and because we say yes to today. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it scares them. We'll scare the competition by like oh, a bogus name. Yesterday. Today. Yeah. Today. Yeah, exactly. You don't want today's news. It's too fast to even ascertain what really happened. We'll probably sell, tell you or we'll sell you a lie. How about we recap what happened yesterday when the facts are really in? It's it. factual. Look at these people. Um, this, these guys are coming. This is your peer channel. They're coming from YouTube. Here's uh, fuck the government. Rona is government overreach. Don't be scared or give in. All power grabs. Stay strong. Where are they coming from? Oh, sometimes they're coming from uh, Benny Mac. He uh, will appear uh, this broadcast, and it goes out on his um, network of channels. And right. uh, these are his people interacting with us 
from this broadcast. So they're um, they're all wacky, aren't they? They're all from weird and from around the world. Yeah, we have got uh, alternatives here, yeah. and um, you know, can be awesome content, <laughs> very entertaining content, because uh, you know they shut down QAnon, and uh, that was kind of like the funniest comedy movie ever, and that was a real shame. And uh, you know, they're censoring yeah. a lot of free speech, so there's a lot of problematic situations happening there. A lot of people uh, believe it's a you know, it's a big tech uh, fuckery. Some, I, you know what I actually thought it was? I thought it was some AI that just sort of went wacko. Some wacko AI that sort of went off the wazoo. Yeah. And uh, it just told, they're just following what the AI suggests. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks very much. It's 9.59. Uh, real pleasure. Carl Rico, welcome to it. And, uh, you know, if anyone wants to see any guests, uh, throw them our way. If you've got a guest that you think you should be on the show, you can join the show at any time as well. Uh, we'd love to have you. Uh, and uh, obviously we're live here on a nightly basis, but also uh, we are on demand. You can go watch them on our other pages. So um, shows from the past or shows coming up. Is this on your Facebook page or does it have its own Facebook it's page? It's got its own Facebook page called Talkback on there. Oh, so yeah. join that. Um, and we're on uh, Twitch, YouTube, and a couple of others. But basically the deal here is the business model here is Let's try and book guests who've got more people um, following us than us, you know, than we do, and then get right. them to rebroadcast. Um, speaking of Twitch, um, every Friday this month, so I'm out for Friday, sorry, oh, I forgot yeah. to tell you. Um, I'm hosting uh, the Samsung Summer Clash Cup, which is like a gaming thing on Twitch. And you can win a Samsung phone, like, for every, like, broadcast. Oh, so wow. if anybody wants to win a phone, tune into that next Friday, 7.30, twitch.tv forward slash Let's Play Live. Okay. Thank you very much. It only goes for like an hour and a half, and then you can come and watch this and congratulate yourself on potentially winning a phone. I don't know how many people enter. We need to win that phone, guys, and then we can re-give away the phone as our prize. How good can, you, can you please? It's probably pretty easy to, um, yeah. you know. I'll do what it takes. Right. I'll do what it takes to win that phone. I need I'll get you to do that next week. Multiple. Have you got a Twitter account? Yeah. Okay, great. You just got to do it on Twitter. Fantastic. There you go. That's what, that's what we're looking at there as well. Yeah, there you go. Check out the Clash Royale stream from three days ago. That was the one I did last Friday. So I've got another one this Friday and then every Friday and you could score yourself a brand new Samsung phone. Bloody cow. It's great. You get all the hookups. Excellent. Um, thanks, everybody. Hey, thank you very much, Selena. Have a lovely night. Thank you. No worries. And uh, we'll see everybody uh, tomorrow. So I'm going to um, – anybody else got anything to say or else we're out of here, right? No. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on YouTube, uh, search for the username Benny Mac. You never know. Um, Meatloaf may be going live on that channel after this show. He's back <laughs> from the dead, baby. <laughs> All right, mate. See you soon. Thank everybody. you, Cara. Oh, you're welcome. Thank <laughs> you.